0: Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 121. Hope you all are doing great, whatever time of day that it is. Uh, I have been so encouraged over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I took a, a couple of weeks off just to do some writing, uh, kind of get a, a, the devotional that I'm working on in place. I'm really excited to kind of get that going, hopefully, trying to get that uh, rolling by the end of the year. But all kinds of logistical things to get that thing done. But I'm working on it. We're rolling. We're getting going. But I did have a really couple good weeks of just kind of getting some writing down and getting some detail. So anyway, for those of you who are weekly listeners or daily listeners, I really, really appreciate the patience as I got to slow down a little bit and uh, got to focus a little and uh, try to work on some things I need to get in order to move forward. All that's happening in the midst of that, I uh, had some just really encouraging uh, conversations with people, many people who I had no idea who, who they were, but are listening to the podcast. So some people in Utah holler out in Chicagoland, holler like so excited that you're listening. Uh, it was so encouraging to find out that there's people all over the place uh, listening to this podcast and it's actually become a part of their weekly weekly rhythm of connecting with God. And that's always uh, super encouraging to me. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for those of you who are subscribing and liking and commenting and all that good stuff on your social media feeds and on iTunes and everywhere else where you can listen to this thing. I really appreciate it. And then for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, p a t r e o n dot com forward slash Front Porch Confessional can't thank you enough i really really do appreciate that uh if you'd like to do that if you'd like to make a donation for this podcast to have it continue on um i would appreciate it And you can go to patreon again that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash front porch confessional you can make a donation to this podcast and it is greatly greatly appreciated. We're going to do something really, really cool. Um, for the next little bit, we're going to go through Philippians uh, 2, 1 through 10. So that's going to cover a, a few podcasts. Uh, I've been so deeply impacted by this particular passage recently that I thought it would be good to kind of slow down and work through it. It is so important especially now and all that's going on i mean right now uh whenever you're listening to this uh right now we're in the midst of a political season um The election has happened Uh, We don't have a candidate yet uh, Who is going to or we don't have a president Yet we do have two candidates we don't have A president yet Uh, The nation is in kind of Turmoil and this anticipation And waiting it's like everyone's Waiting for the end of the world that's What it feels like Patty my wife told me It feels like uh, two Parents are going to divorce court And you're trying to figure out who's getting Rights and who's getting the Kids and all that kind of stuff it just has this tense, weird feeling to it. So if you find yourself in that place, uh, I think these passages are going to be really, really important as it relates to where you are right now and then where we are going to continue to go. So uh, today we're going to read Philippians 2, uh, 1 through 2. And just a reminder, anytime it's helpful, uh, just a reminder, when uh, you get to the book of, say, Philippians, just remind yourself, this is a, a small church that Paul is writing a letter to and he loves them so much. OK, so this isn't some these random words that we just find in the Bible. This is Paul. Right, trying to pastor this church and give them some things that he says this is so important as we move forward. So Philippians 2, 1 through 2 says this. So If there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the spirit, any uh, affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. What an amazing passage. Um, In our family, Patty and I have sacrificed everything. Um, We would say we've sacrificed everything uh, for our family. you know our kids. You know we've 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 worked really really hard to stay out of debt. We've worked really hard to save money over the years to have little excursions with the kids. We've um, really kind of led in what we believed God was calling us to do in every area. Patty and I really have sacrificed on behalf of this family. I mean there was a period of time I think I've I've said this in, in another podcast where I worked a hundred hours a week to pay off our debt, and a part of that was I wanted to pay off all that debt so we didn't have that looming over our heads, but So that we could start planning for the future And so we've sacrificed a ton You know, our son Cooper had leukemia And so we've sacrificed to see him uh, Make sure that he was okay And got him the care he needed We sacrificed for our daughter Mika Who we adopted out of the foster care system Our son Ben We really moved out of our home Into a different area Because the high school uh, that was in uh, The area that we were in We just felt like, no, we want to give him a shot Because he had sacrificed so much um, for the other two as we were going through their processes. And so we just feel like, man, we sacrifice so much for these kids. And Patty says this all the time to the kids when they're fighting, if you want to kill me, just fight with one another. Like if you want to destroy your father and I just fight, just don't get along right. As you're doing that, you really kind of mock, Everything that we've sacrificed for that you're going to cause these small little divisions are going to, you know, over who didn't get this and hey, that's not right. And you touched my thing or whatever those small, stupid little fights are that kids have. Like if you want to kill me, Patty would say, just fight. Just don't get along. Just hate each other. And as I think through that story and I think through all that sacrifice, I think about Paul. And Paul is like a father. Paul is the father of this church in Philippi. Right? And he's going like, don't fight. Don't fight. If you want to, if you really want to complete my joy, be of one mind, come together as one. And I have to be honest, so much of who I am, is in this passage. You know, I can sense Paul's passion and desire as he sits in prison and he thinks about this beloved church. As he's penning these words and he's thinking, I've sacrificed everything for them. I imagine him in the corner of the cell Thinking about how much he loves them and how much he desires for the church to to get along and 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 and, and to be one. I remember uh, this time. I, many of you know I started an organization called Phoenix One. The whole goal behind this thing was. To to help the church come together as one. All the different denominations come together as one. Worship so we can reconnect millennials back into the local church. And I remember standing in the back of the room at Phoenix One and listening to 230 different churches from different denominations worshiping God. And I just wept. I just absolutely wept. It was a a beautiful and angelic sound that they were raising. Eyes were closed, hands were up, all these different denominations. I, I had this vision of what Paul was expressing here. He is essentially saying this. If you really say that you love Jesus, then be one with him and one another. Be one with him and one another. And I think we really need to hear that right now. I sense right now in our culture and you see it, maybe you experience it or maybe you're perpetuating it. There is such division right now. The bride of Christ seems to me to be ripped apart by all the different things that our culture is throwing at it right now. And it's breaking Paul's heart. But most importantly, it's breaking Jesus's heart everything that Jesus did to allow us to be one. This is what Paul is expressing on a very personal level as he sits in prison to this church. Would you just be one? Could you get along? So the question I've been working through and thinking through is like, do we love Jesus enough that we would give up everything? Everything in order to be unified in his love with him and with other people. Because this is the unity that Paul is bleeding for. This is the unity that costs Jesus his life. And as Paul sits in this prison, he's essentially saying, this is all I want. This is what I want. I want you to love Jesus and I want you to love one another. Because as we do this, we are going to a world that is so div- divided and so myopic and they are craving this. And he's looking at this church going, please, please, please complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love and being of one, of a full accord and of one mind. This is what he's hoping for. This is what he's designing for. And so the question I'm working, once again, have to come back to is this, is that, well, why do we choose to divide? The the interesting thing is there are over 45,000 different denominations around the world who are parsing the scriptures and dividing over it. And for the most part, we are known for what we're against than what we are for. And I really, really, really believe it grieves the heart of Christ. Our desire is to be right. And it has blinded us to what's most important. Our deep-rooted tribalism is compromising the commission that Jesus and Paul are calling us to. I want you to hear this right here, to be of the same mind, the same love, full accord, one mind. This is what he's inviting us into, commissioning us into. And what I see and what I think is people will either see the love of Christ or our egotistical divisions with one another. And I I just want to know, is it worth it? Is it worth it? For so many of us, we just want to be right. Because when we feel right, we feel superior. And Paul is going, there are, there are things that are so much more important. There are essential theological doctrines that we need to unify around. But core is Jesus, his death and his resurrection and the commission to go live that life in this world as one. Because we're going to kill each other over all the non-essentials. And right now, there's a lot of non-essentials. Not that they're not important. They're very, very important. But they're not core to the calling that Christ has placed in our life. They're not core to what what Paul is introducing us into or or commissioning us into. Because we are only truly living in Christ when we love God the Lord and live in harmony with our brothers and sisters in Christ. That is the byproduct. That's how we know that is the evidence that is the fruit. And so my question for us today is this, and I've had many questions in this one. And honestly, like I feel it so deeply inside of my soul. This is a place where we need to repent and turn to the Lord. So the question is this, where are you currently breaking the heart of Christ as a result of division? And I would love if you would just slow down, honestly, slow down and think through that. What, am you, what are you posting online right now? Is it proclaiming the unity of Christ and the love and his love and your desire for unity? Or is it once again, dropping bombs Place yourself into conviction, uh, conviction. meaning listen to what the Spirit of God is saying to you and allow yourself to feel it and then repent and turn to the Lord. There's so much at cost right now. The world is watching us. What are we showing them? Heavenly Father, you pray, your son Jesus prayed that we would be one so the world would know the love of Christ. Spirit of God, convict our hearts to live into the mission that you called us into. Help us to love and sacrifice for one another. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is nearer to you than your own heartbeat. Until next time. Cheers.